Geek Minds Reassembled. Talking on the outside. Geeking on the inside. Ah, oh, as if. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, uh, well, you know, all things considered. <laughs> I just want to say I want to apologize right now. If you can't hear me or understand me, it's because I did just have my wisdom teeth taken out. So I apologize now. Does that mean you're no longer wise? Or I'm full of wisdom. I don't know. I don't know. One or the other. I'm probably no <laughs> longer wise. But was I ever? So. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad you're here. And I can understand you, so I'm hoping the rest of the world can understand you. Yeah, hopefully. Here's the hoping. All right, so what are we talking about today? So, this month we're kicking off our 90s month, so we're talking about all 90s movies. And the first movie we're talking about is Clueless. (laughs) Oh, Clueless. It's almost like a two-in-one, though, like, to be honest, because it's based off of Jane Austen's Emma and Emma if I'm not mistaken is one of your favorite Jane Austen stories yes uh, yeah so, and then Clueless so basically it's almost like having two stories in one yeah which is really great I think one of the best things I like one of the wonderful things I love about Emma is that it is such a like she is she always tries to be right but she's never like it doesn't go according to plan and she's just, Yeah, I feel like she's she's not as such a, I guess, like, archetype of a character like Elizabeth Bennet was. Like, Elizabeth Bennet is that archetype of a character, you know? But, yeah, I really do like Emma. Emma's great. And so this is a modern-day version of that. And I think the really great part is that a lot of the movies that we picked, except for the last one, I think, for this month, are all centered around female leads, and it is what the you know Women's History Month. So hey, look at us planning so well. <laughs> Completely <laughs> by accident, just saying. But all right, do you want to do the honors? Sure. Okay. So this story centers around Cher, who, for all intents and purposes, is pretty much Emma. She is well intentioned. She is really rich and dare I say superficial yeah definitely um so she lives in um Beverly Hills Beverly Hills (laughs) LA same thing um she lives there with her father who's a lawyer her mom passed away and she has a BFF she's in high school obviously she has a BFF Dion who's also really rich and um (laughs) She has a boyfriend, Murray, who's freaking hilarious. Um, along the way, we meet Brittany Murphy's character. Ty. Ty, who's, you know, she tries. She becomes she the Henry, the, what's her name, the Henry, the Henriette of the story? Yeah, she's, she's like really quirky and odd, and Cher kind of takes her under her wing and tries to make her cool and popular, her. yeah. Yeah, into this popular girl, so she can be in this great relationship with this douchey guy named Elton. <laughs> um, there's, oh man, there's just so many people involved. Because then you also have her stepbrother, played by Paul Rudd. Oh my Josh. gosh, this movie. So she has her stepbrother Josh, and she 
used to be stepbrother because they're no longer step siblings. That's right. They divorced. Anyway, so it's like this really strange, confusing love story about a high school girl who's just really trying, trying so hard to be a good person. She believes in all of her little mind that she is a great person. And her, her skill is basically putting people together for some reason. She really, truly <laughs> believes that's her skill. But she sucks at finding love for herself, and so she just kind of finds it in this random place. It's always been there. So, yeah, that's the gist of this movie. Yeah, you know what's really funny, though? It's, like, such a convo- like It could be such a like complicated story, but it's really not, like, at the heart of it. It's very simple. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's just someone who wants to play a matchmaker, who has no business being a matchmaker, who knows nothing about the world outside of her, like, you know, finely, like, polished bubble. And what's funny is, like, I think you get the whole story during her epiphany scene. Yeah. It's like, it all, you're just like, oh, that's, that's really what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you know, fireworks go off and, like, everything's, like, set in motion. It's so great. Um... You know, I think one of the best things is about this is, like, this is the quintessential 90s, quintessential, like, 90s movie. Like, it had the Jeep. It had, like, the music. The style. It had the skirt. Yeah, the <laughs> style. Like, if you want to really see what it's about, just go check out Iggy Azalea's Fancy. And that's what you got. <laughs> that's, like, the trailer in a song. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what Iggy got about? Oh, my God. So, when I was younger, the biggest thing I would geek out about was her closet and how it was computerized. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so cool. And then we have this thing called, what is it, Style Book or something like that? Style. There's a style app where you can literally have your closet in your phone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been pretty cool. I've been living out my clueless life through that. Yeah, that was, but, like, the coolest closet ever. Right? But one of the biggest things... I just love that they made this movie. I mean, it's 1995, so I like that they made it, you know, for that time period, really up to date. But they took this novel from, like, the 1800s and translated it so well. And you could just see, like, this is how nothing's really changed in that sense. Like, our the way that we think, a lot of our social interactions, like, all of these things are still very similar. Yeah. And it was really nice to see that. <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, it could have been such an outdated movie. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like at the heart of it, like, Jane Austen's stories, for the most part, tend to, you know, have that effect that they are kind of timeless. You know, people are still people, no matter what age or year they were born in. They're going to act the same way. And if you think about it, the movie is actually kind of timeless because where I watched it recently, I was like, huh. I mean, and they have like cell phones, like that's so common for them because they were so rich that I'm just, it's like, it all just, it's like, yeah, it's really not that. Yeah, only difference is that like our phones, we could take pictures and text. Yeah, that was the only difference because even the 90s style is coming back. So half of their outfits, I'm like, oh, I could pull that off. Yeah. As if. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really cute. Um, trying to think about like what I geek about. I think the the thing I geek about the most is that it is my favorite, one of my favorite Jane Austen 
novels turned into a modern day story. And I like being able to figure out, oh, they kind of did this right, but they kind of changed this, like kind of figuring out what's the same, what's different. I really like that. And I just kind of like sometimes, I like sitting down and watching it again just to kind of see what they changed, like what is still relevant was not like in terms of, you know, 90s pop culture and <laughs> even just like the, a lot of the issues that they face in high school. Right. And those are timeless. Like no matter how old you are, no matter what millennia you're in, like you're still going to go through all those same issues. Yeah. Also, Paul Rudd's face, I had such a crush on him. Oh, he was I, so cute. He has not aged. Like, I know. He's so freaking hot. I love well, him. Well, he's gotten bulkier now because he was playing, like, Ant-Man. He was doing, like, superhero yeah. movies, but... He was pretty... Like, I kind of... I was like, oh, he's just cute. But then after Ant-Man, I was like, yeah. This is back to clueless status for me. <laughs> Again. He's so funny. Like, I will always remember him and... Um, what is it, Best Man? The other guy. What is it, the one with, like, slap in the bass? <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, man. There you go. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. Such a good movie. Classic. But yeah. Um, okay. So, what would you? Was it reassemble? Is that what we don't do? I don't know. Well. So we kind of talked about like how it is a timeless movie, and I think it really. That's something that I think. Is it really funny how similar it is to how we're we've li- we've lived? <laughs> <laughs> we've lived our lives in the nineties. Yeah, oh, I lost my words. It's, it's been a long day. You're just like I'm tired. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, this movie it it is timeless, and I mean, it's great because even like. The pop references, I still get. But. Yeah, I think they did a really great job. And even just, like, the music that they picked is so iconic that, like, even if you're watching it today for the first time, you're just like, oh, yeah, like, I know that song. (laughs) Yeah, I think anybody, like, any young person would love this movie. This is, like, the 90s mean girl without really having a real mean girl in it. No, yeah. Oh, they did. They had Amber. She was... Amber is just so Amber. Oh, Amber. Mean. Yeah, she was. But I'm trying to... So would you change anything? Um, I don't think I can. Like, I don't think I can think of anything that I would want to change, and I don't think I would want to find something to change. Just because, like, I remember watching this movie as a kid, think it's more the nostalgia factor but I think they did such a great job in incorporating what the story of Emma is and turning it into clueless yeah I think they did such a good job with that yeah that I really don't know what I would want to change yeah I'm trying to think of like they should do like a short of like what's happened in their lives like 30 it's been 30 years right 20 years 95 2005 2015 20 something yeah it's been 20 years like I would like to know like clueless 20 years later 
I want to know where Cher ended up. Yeah. Because she was really, like, you know, I hope everyone's already watched this movie. It's been out long enough, guys. But if you haven't, this is a spoiler. But we already know she ends up with Josh. Does, like, she end up with him for, like, ever? Do they get married? Because she had that little, she alluded to it at the end. Oh, when, she ca- yeah. when she catches the bouquet. Yeah. I mean, you know, what happens? What happens with Dion and um, Murray? Murray? What happens with them? Do they end up married? Because they practically were. So, Stacy Dash did a really great job playing Dion. Like, Dion could have definitely been, like, such a, like, shallow and unlikable character. But she kind of brought this, like, likability to her. And she was more than a sidekick because she could have also just fallen into that I'm just the sidekick kind of role. No, she made it very like she made it. She did a really good job. Yeah. So. And pretty Murphy. Oh, she was so great in this movie too. Yeah, she was rolling with the homies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm trying to think, but I don't think I would change anything either. I just personally liked it. I would want them to, like, release, like, a clothing line. Like, re-release it and release a clothing line to coincide with it. That would be amazing. And red lipstick. <laughs> Did, so, her shoes, her satin shoes and her, what was it? Her, um, what's that fabric? The plaid? Wasn't it a red velvet dress that she wore when she was, um... She was robbed in the parking lot after the Oh, party. yeah, when that guy comes on to her, when he, like, drops her. Like, she yeah. doesn't want to make out. Oh, my God, he was so awful. Um, she doesn't want to lay down on the floor because, oh, my God, I can't remember if she she said the, the brand of the dress or whatever. She's like, but this is whatever it was. He's like, I don't care. And oh, she's, no. like, crying, getting on the floor because... Not because she's getting robbed, but because her dress is getting dirty. Okay. Is <laughs> an Aliyah, Aliyah? It was, it's, the, that's the, you don't understand this is an Aliyah. A what? It's a totally important designer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it'll totally shoot you in the head. Get down. I remember that scene. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That's so funny. Poor girl. I remember. It was so bad. She was pining after a gay guy. Elton. You remember that, too? Well, we should have known. His name was Elton. No, Elton was the douchey guy that was, like, after her, but she was trying to hook him up with Ty. Wait, who was the one who was... Who was his name? Uh, It wasn't Elton. You're right. It was... uh, What's his name? Christian. Yeah. The gay guy, yeah. He was so good looking, though. Like, to be fair, she had really good taste. Yeah, but he was really short. But he was still good. He looked like Ryan Phillippe. I think that's why I was into him. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Ugh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they became good friends afterwards. Yeah. I like the ending of the movie. And I love that, like, as soon as I look up Clueless, there's, like, all these articles of, like, the 20 best lines of from Clueless. I love it. I think, I will say, like, Alicia Silverstone became, like, my favorite person after this movie. 
she could easily have been one of the most annoying people because of her voice, just the way that she talked, her Valley Girl accent. But I found it so endearing. I just, I still think she's like the cutest thing ever. Yeah, like she's so adorable. You know, it's funny. I remember watching this movie and loving her in this, like loving it so much and just thinking like one day. And one of the reasons why my first car was a Jeep was because of this movie. <laughs> remember I had that green and purple Jeep? Yeah. <laughs> it looked like Barney. But that and then like. I loved her when she did. You remember when she voiced Braceface? On oh, my God. Yeah, she did that. And I love Braceface. So good. <laughs> Such a good film, like, film, like, cartoon. It's just, she's good. I like her. So, everybody, go watch Clueless. Yeah, definitely. Again, or for the first time. I don't care. Just go watch it. Yeah, you definitely should. I think it's just, it's great. And I think it... I think one of the best parts is, you know, share without even thinking about it kind of has become this, like, icon for, like, what's the word I'm looking for? The 90s fashion, right? Mm -hmm. This movie is definitely, like, 90s fashion. Yeah, just thinking of, like, the whole thing, and it's just, like, the whole the scene where she's like the first opening scene where they're like walking down the hall where they're like when she gets dressed in the morning that scene has become so iconic so much so that it's it was referenced three years ago in a music video and they make apps for that's how they freaking advertise the apps they're like would you like Cher's closet I would like Cher's closet closet and yes we want it yeah Something yeah. where I don't have to think, where it's just like, oh, here's your outfit. Okay. This matches. There you go. <laughs> this closet. It, you don't know what's crazy, though? What? I was six years old, and I remember seeing the poster in the mall, <laughs> and I wanted to go see it so bad, but I can't. I think I didn't go see it because, like, it, I was too young to go see it or something. It was rated was it rated PG-13 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I didn't watch it until I was, like, 11 or 12, if I remember correctly. And at that point, it had been on TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I first watched it on TV. Yeah, because my mom was not big on taking me. She was like, nope. Like, going to the movies was, like, a big deal. It was, like, it was like a treat, you know? It was, like, a constant, like, now we go all the time. Like, yeah. You know? But back then, it was, like, every once in a while. But, yeah, I I really do like it. And I feel like, you know, Paul Rudd did a semi, did a really good job of playing sort of, like, the lead in this. Of being... The lead. Yeah. And so he could have easily, like... What's the word I'm looking for? He could have easily become a dill hole. Lack of better words. Well, not only that, but like we also, she always referred to him as her as her stepbrother, and it could have turned into this really weird relationship because he ha- he was like her older brother ish kind of relationship. But he did a really good job balancing how he treated her as a stepbrother because it wasn't. It was nice and playful, but it wasn't, like, so brotherly, the way that he talked to her. It was just really 
playful. Yeah, so, like, which is good because, like, I'm thinking, I, and I compare him a lot to Mr. Knightley. Like, Mr. Knightley, you know, Mr. Knightley did watch Emma grow up. He was older <laughs> than her, and which really freaked me out the first time, and then I was like, I kind of saw their relationship after a while. Like, you know, he kind of did, he was kind of, like, there for her, like a guiding hand, but it goes to show that relationships do change in time, you know, Mr. Knightley was the neighbor and a close friend, but after a while, you I guess it makes sense. Proximity is everything, right? So he was always there to kind of be like, Emma, you're wrong. Like, I'm not going to cater to you. You're wrong. <laughs> well, and Josh and does the same. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Jane Austen does a very good job at, like, making that a point. Like, yeah, it, you're going to bump heads. It's expected. It's okay to fall in love and not be exactly the same and not always agree on stuff. And but it's you got to compromise at some point. Yeah, like you're not. You're not always going to be like, oh, hey, like, all's yeah. well and it ends well. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was great because Cher was that kind of person that – you know, she was. She lived a really fancy lifestyle, and she's a very fancy person. So it's, she pretty much got what she wanted. Yeah, and he and makes her see girl. like there's more to it than this. Yeah, and he was a really good balance in her life. Yeah. So. Oh, guys, go watch the movie. I want to go watch it again. <laughs> now I want to watch Emma. Oh, I remember in high in high school. In college. In college, where they did the Jane Austen movie series, and then they had, um, we watched Emma and Clueless, and then talked about it. I didn't get to go, but I remember that. Yeah. I, like, you know, it's one of my favorite things, and, like, sometimes when I'm, like, want to retreat from the world or feel like, oh, I'm never going to find love, you know, I'm down on the love bug, I'll sit and watch, like, Emma or, um... Pride and Prejudice, and I watch like the BBC ones, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Such an idiot, I know, but whatever. At least you have good taste in movies and shows, and literature, and literature. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Can't wait for next week, and make sure you come back for more. Go follow yeah, us. Is- yeah. Let us know what's your favorite 90s movie. We probably aren't going to talk about it, but we just want to know. Yeah. And, yeah, let us know which is your Jane, favorite Jane Austen book, too. Mine's Northanger Abbey. I still love that story. <laughs> it is, like, the most obscure story, apparently. But I love it. Yeah, it's so funny because I'm, like, I love Elizabeth Bennet. And I'm more like an Elizabeth Bennet, but I love Emma. And you know how much I love Pride and Prejudice. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of, like... I, I see you being a Jane. For a really long time, I saw you as Jane. Why is that? Huh? Why is that? Because you were really nice. Not I anymore. <laughs> anymore no (laughs) you're evil i know you too well thanks thanks i can see you as an elizabeth 
Just because you're really hard-headed. Yeah, of course. Stubborn. Hello. Yeah. And very opinionated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so where's my Mr. Darcy? Yeah. So guys, if you're listening, <laughs> if you can challenge Damaris at anything, it's probably going to equal love because, yeah, you have to be some kind of special person to stick with her after, <laughs> after contradicting her too many times. You contradict me all the time. I know. That's why I'm such a special person. But I love you. Aw. But seriously, guys. <laughs> you act like I'm evil. I'm really not. <laughs> no, you're not evil. But you, you stand your ground. And I think that you do sometimes need someone who challenges you and not just caters to you. Because I feel like you're that kind of person. You want things your way. Yeah. But... <laughs> You also will accept when someone says, no, this yeah. is wrong, or you're wrong. But they'll put up a fight, which would be great for me to watch. So, <laughs> I like, people can't see your facial expressions, and I just sound like a weirdo, like, laughing. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> All right. I'm trying to really think... I feel like you you wouldn't be an Emma. No. I've been trying to be an Emma. It's not really working out. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't worry. Soon enough, I'm sure you'll get your opportunity to be Emma. I hope so. Guys? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tune in until next week. All right, bye. Bye.